Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Art Money Success Podcast. I am your host, Maria Brophy, and today we're going to talk about how to price a wall mural. Now, I wrote a blog post about this on mariabrophy.com many, many, many years ago, and I remember it was like 2010, and the reason I remember is because my father-in-law was alive then, and he was visiting, and I was telling him about my blog and my latest blog post. And he was visibly upset with me. And he asked me this question. He said, why in the world would you tell people how you price your wall murals and how you do your business? You're just creating competition for yourself. And I remember this and I remember thinking, you know, that was the old way of doing things, keeping everything a secret and being afraid of people taking something from you. But the reality is this world is huge. The opportunities are massive for wall murals and everything else. And I am of the belief that the pie is so big, there are enough pieces for everyone who wants to grab a piece of it. So that blog post, How to Price Wall Mural, to this day, all these years later, is my most popular, most visited blog post. And I realize why, because pricing anything when it comes to art is pretty difficult, right? But wall murals, look, if you don't price it right, you are not only going to not make money, you're going to lose money. And why bother working if you're paying to work? And this actually happened to us. This happened to us um, in the beginning. When I say us, I'm talking about myself and my husband, Drew Brophy, who is the artist. And my job is always the business end of it. My job is very creative also, but it's more I focus on pricing, proposals, negotiating, marketing, just trying to figure out how to make money doing what we love, right? So I've been working with Drew, let's say, really about 23 years now. And I remember one of the first mural projects that I helped him with. This was probably 19 years ago, maybe. And um, we made a lot of mistakes. And one of the mistakes, the biggest mistake was not charging enough and not writing up a proper proposal. And I, heck, we probably didn't even write a proposal up at all now that I think about it. So a lot of things went sideways. And I'll just tell you a couple of the things that went wrong. Number one, we didn't charge enough because we planned for this mural to take four days. And so the price we gave was based on what we thought we needed to be paid for four days of work and all the materials, all the paint, everything that you need to buy, right? What happened was we show up and the wall had some damage to it. And it was an interior wall. It wasn't massive damage, but it had to be fixed. It had, and Drew being the guy that says, you know what, I just need to get this done. He went out and he bought spackle and like all the things you need to like fix holes in the walls. And it, so it, 
at it probably four or five hours in the end because this was a pretty large wall. Um, then the next thing that went wrong was that the client, as much as we loved him, kept making changes. And we were too nice back then. And we, we didn't have the confidence to say, look, if you're going to change this part that we've already got laid out on the wall, it's going to add another day or two. And so we need to add X amount of dollars. Well, we didn't do that. And because we didn't have a written proposal, there was nothing in writing that said, hey, if you make changes, it's going to cost you. Um, so our four-day mural project ended up taking eight days. Not only did we not break even, we lost money because this was our job. So we were going to work for free at, at, on day five, basically. But at this point, we were in so deep. <laughs> we were in so deep. And we learned so much from it. And I really don't regret my big mistakes. I actually never regret my mistakes because I always learn from them and I never make the same mistake more than once. Never. Okay. So how could we have avoided that? Well, first of all, with a proper pricing structure. Now, what do I mean by that? You want to have some sort of pricing structure that makes sense, not just to you, but to your client. So there's a couple different ways to do that. I'm going to go into that in a minute. Before I go into a couple different pricing structures that you can follow, uh, I'll tell you what else we're going to talk about in this podcast. We will talk about how much you could charge. And I'll, I'll just give you a few examples. I'm not going to tell you everything because you know what? I put everything in my online course, which there's a link for in the show notes. Um, here, I'm just giving you the cliff notes. And we're also going to talk about charging for sketches prior. And we're going to talk about um, protecting yourself from scope creep. And that is when the client makes changes. Okay, so here's a couple different price structures that you can use. One is you could charge a day rate or you could charge a per square foot rate. If you're in the USA, we still use square footages. Um, if you are in one of those countries that uses meters, just when I say the word foot, change it to meter. Um, but I'm used to feet because I'm in America and we're way behind the times when it comes to that. Um, so one other thing before I talk about, before I go deep into the two different pricing structures, what's great about having a pricing structure is when someone says to you, I've got this wall. I saw a mural that you did for someone else and I want you to paint it. How much will it cost? And then you'll say, well, what size is it? And is it indoor or outdoor? You know, tell me a little bit about your wall and you'll, you'll get more information. And then they'll say, well, how much? And so in your mind, you're calculating, okay, it's this size. I think it's going to take me so many days. So if you're using a day rate, you can say, well, my day rate is X amount of dollars. 
and I think it'll take five days. So yeah, calculate that. Or if you're using it per square foot, you can say, well, my, my pricing starts at X amount per square foot and let them do the math on it. Um, you know, before you do a, a proper proposal. So this is you just like throwing out, well, this is what it costs in general. And, um, you know, if it's more complicated, it might cost more. Or if there's more to the project, like it's in your house on a mountaintop and it's going to take me three hours to drive there every day. Um, you know, there's going to be additional fees for that. But basically just giving them a general idea before you give a fully written proper proposal. All right, so let's talk about pricing a day rate versus a per square foot. Well, first thing I wanna say is, I'm gonna throw some numbers out there, but I want you to keep in mind that your pricing is going to take into account your experience, where you are located in the world and the economic situation there and the type of client you're working with, okay? So if you're working with a very large client, and I said this in my last podcast, I charge big corporations a lot more. And the reason I do this is because there's so much more red tape and when you work with a large company, you will find out what I'm talking about. So you really have to add to your price to compensate for how much more work it's going to be. Just having conversations and meetings before you even do the painting can be a lot more time than when you're dealing with a smaller company or a local business or a friend. Experience wise, if you are very experienced, like my husband has been painting murals really for over 30 years. His first few murals were not very good. And I have pictures of murals he did in the early 90s. And they were pretty rough, but he, they, you know, he thought it was great back then. Um, he was very inexperienced. And so the more experience you have, the more you are worth because it's better quality work that you're providing. If you are brand new, you've only painted one or two murals or even four, you're going to charge less than someone who has been doing it for 20 years. The other thing to consider where you're located. So I live in a very, very expensive area, San Clemente, California, where you are lucky if you can find a one-room rental for under $1,200 a month. A rental of someone's room in their house. I am not exaggerating. I mean, it, this is expensive to live here. So you have to make a lot more money. When you live here, you have to charge a lot more money. You have to uh, pay a lot more. Our grocery costs here are about 20 to 25% higher than when I visit family in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. It's really just, and I don't talk about gas prices. Oh my gosh. Like right now we're almost up to $8 a gallon. So 
If I were in the middle of America, some tiny, tiny town where everything is so much cheaper, my prices would be less because that's just the way it is. Probably pay less taxes. Everything costs less when you're in a small town in the middle of the country um, than if you're in New York City or LA, San Francisco, um, you know, the more expensive places, Baltimore, et cetera. Okay, so going, going on to the day rate. So how much, if you decide to go with a day rate rather than a per square foot rate, how much should you charge for a day rate? Well, if you have a copy of my book, Art Money Success, there's this whole worksheet that helps you figure it out. But, so if you have my book, turn to that chapter. Basically, your day rate is going to be how much you should earn for a day. And that would be six hours or more. And some people charge their rate, their day rate for four hours or more, especially if they drive two hours to get to the site. That's a full day. An example of a day rate, um, we don't do day rates with murals, but an example of a day rate we used to use for a lot of projects was $1,500. And that would be for anywhere from four to six hours. Um, we actually charge a lot more than that now because of many different reasons with our business model. Um, the great thing about a day rate is so easy to figure out. So if you decide, let's just say you decide your day rate is $1,000. And you know a little bit about how long murals are going to take you. And you know that this particular mural is going to take four days. There you go. You charge $4,000 for it, right? Here, I'll give you an example of a, of a real project. Let's say somebody, uh, dental office, wants you to paint something on a wall. The wall is nine feet high by 12 feet long. So that's 108 square feet. Um, if you decide it's going to take you two days to paint that wall, then if your day rate's $1,000, that's easy math, $2,000 plus supplies. Now <clears throat> you can decide to include your supplies in that. It's up to you. Sometimes clients want something special. Like I just had somebody request glow in the dark paint. I haven't priced it out yet. I just got asked this yesterday, but that might require a lot more time and glow-in-the-dark paint. I don't know. It might cost more. I have no idea. I got to look into it. But whatever they're requesting, like if you're doing an outdoor mural and you want to add a sealant that's anti-graffiti, that is going to cost a lot more because that your supplies are going to cost more. So it's per square foot rate. This is really great for larger projects. We prefer a per square foot rate for uh, most of our projects, but especially larger projects. And we charge anywhere from 25 to 35 per square foot. There's a sliding scale in there. And in my online course, I go deep into detail on that. Um, and I also tell you what most artists are charging. But um, if you work with a per square foot rate. 
sometimes it's better for bigger projects because you're going to hire people to work for you, right? I'm waving to my husband. Hi, honey. Glad you made it back safe. I'm going to the office. All right. I'll see you in a little bit. Um, <laughs> that's what happens when your laptop and recording equipment is right in front of the window of the back door and your husband walks in and out and you get distracted. Okay. Where was I? Um, so yes, when we work on bigger projects, we hire people to help us because we like to knock them out faster because it's better for the client that way. And because we're hiring people, well, we are spending money, we're paying them. And so the per square foot thing actually for us works out better. But this is what I want to say. You need to figure out what works for you. And um, I always say that, like, you don't have to do things the way I do them. I just do things this way because it's worked for me. Um, other artists do things a little differently. They charge a different way. They, uh, they handle sketches differently, which reminds me that was the next thing I was going to talk about is should you charge for sketches? Okay. Um, we do because sometimes somebody will say, well, let's just see what you can do. Can you create a sketch real quick? Well, there's no such thing as a real quick sketch. There just isn't. Not, not unless you just don't care and you scribble on a napkin and you're like, here you go. But if you really want to come up with a great concept, your sketch might take you a day or two or three if you have to really cogitate on it, which is what Drew does. He puts a lot of thought into his concepts and ideas. He doesn't just whip it out in five minutes. He's researching, he's thinking, sometimes he's driving around and looking at things. I mean, he's really putting everything into it. So we typically charge um, for sketches. And what I will tell a client is, look, it's going to cost this much for a sketch. And if you hire us to do the mural, well, then that's deducted from the mural price. So it's so like if you decide not to go ahead with the mural, you know, no harm, no foul. We got paid for our time, basically, which is all I'm trying to do is get paid for our time, not working for free because I can't afford to work for free. I live in Southern California. So, um, and I, you know, I have an art gallery and a, and a little tiny little house and, uh, and a couple employees to pay and, you know, I can't work for free. So, so we charge for sketches. However, I'm going to tell you this, if you are new and you do not have a reputation for painting murals and you don't have a huge portfolio or even a portfolio at all, then it's worth it for you to work up a sketch in advance so that you can show the client that you can do it. Because if you don't have a portfolio to show them and you don't have a reputation that's following you, how are they going to know if they can trust you? So, so in that case, you, you may need to do that. Now, here's what you want to do. You want to make sure you own the copyrights to your sketches. On every sketch, put the little C and the circle around it. Copyright and write out. Copyright. Owners, owners let's see. What do we write? Copyright owned by and then your name on there. 
and you let your client know, here's the sketch, but you can't do anything with this sketch. I'm the only person who can paint this mural. So this sketch and the and the artwork belongs to me. Even if they pay for it, we still own the copyrights, just so you know. We own the copyrights to everything we do. Everything, unless it's a logo, but we don't really do logos. So, okay. Um, what else? I think that's it. But one, one, the final thing I want to say, actually, I have a final thing I'm going to say in a minute. But before I finish, I just want to say, if you want a done-for-you pricing and proposal package with a little course that teaches you everything, click the link, check it out, check out my online course on murals. And so I'm going to wrap this up with just saying one thing. Pricing gets easier with every job. I want you to take the time before you price something out, sit down and write out all the things that go into painting this mural that you're about to price out. All the materials, the time, gas, sketches, um, discussions with the client and so forth. And I want you to really think about how valuable your time is so that you don't underprice yourself because that is the biggest mistake every artist makes. And I've been there. Heck, I still do it sometimes. And I get so mad because I've been doing this for over 20 years. I'm like, why? Why did I not charge enough? I know better. I teach this stuff. But still, you know, you just, I'm not perfect. and um, But I'm getting more perfect every day. And I hope you are too. Thank you for listening. I love you all. And stay tuned for my next podcast. I'm going to interview a mural artist that makes money with murals. And so stay tuned for that. Mwah. Ciao.